I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, you know, nobody admit to your crimes now that we're off the, on the quote-unquote air. Or at least not to any felonies. Misdemeanors? Petty uh, theft. Yeah. What, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna admit to like robbing a bank, but you know, stealing. I mean, a have little... I forgotten to scan something at the self checkout? Yes. And not even like the, not, pay... not even the purposeful <laughs> kind, the kind where I walk out to my car and I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Do I avoid paying my taxes? Maybe, but they won't catch me on camera saying that. <laughs> All right. Well. We're here, friends. We made it. Episode 100. We have entered the triple digits, which is utterly insane to me, because I started this because I was bored. And now here we are with uh, the return of the Short King, Mr. Kyle Bristol himself, and the lovely Possum W. Hi. Joining us for the first time on the podcast here to hopefully get really, really heated because of the opinions I saw in the group chat regarding the question that we're going to be talking about today, I think things are going to get heated. Mm. And our roundtable is ever so slightly smaller than initially anticipated due to some last minute schedule changes, but I think we can I think we can still bring enough energy. Yeah, plus too many people, there's too many people talking over each other and stuff. Like, it, yeah, it's better. I mean, like, on the one hand, I kind of live for that, but on the other hand, it is a bitch to edit, so... See? Silver lining. A little give and take. Um, but does anyone have anything they feel like sharing just about their life or their day or maybe a fun fact that they know before we get into it? I ask this question almost every time we record and then receive blank stares in return uh, because I never learned my lesson. To do something for the 100th episode, like, I wanted to get a pair of glasses that was, like, you know, 100 and then you got the, the zeros oh. and look at point to balance it or like get some of those little confetti popper things that would have been fun and then i forgot because my schedule is bananas (laughs) i was like oh yeah Mm -hmm. no i don't even think i have glitter i was like do i have anything celebratory i have one of those things that you blow into and it like unfurls but it's broken so it doesn't make sound oh i have one of those but it's from the rocky horror picture show so it's already buried in my cosplay bin (laughs) i meant to keep meant to keep mine Okay. What are those Just ones called it. that you like spin around and they? Oh yeah. 
put sound in this in post. Yay! <laughs> I actually will. Um, because that finally gives me some legit editing to do instead of just yeah. chopping off the beginning of the thing. Um, anyone else have the three beverage? Is anyone else triple wielding beverages? One for fun, one for hydration, and one for energy. Wielding. <laughs> I have no, a combined just... fun and, and energy. All right. And water. I've got tea for energy, water for hydration, and some seltzer for fun. I'm, I'm a triple beverage lady. What's everyone's fun little drink? Like, I typically get myself one fun little drink every week, or else I believe I'll die. For me, that's Same. boba, but does everybody have, like, a fun little drink? I, I will sometimes get boba, because it's, um, because the 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 little balls are like eating Polly Pocket clothes. Yes. <laughs> Which is precisely what I want. Um, I'll either get boba or I will get um like a chai latte. Either hot or ice depending on the season. And also if it's summer, sometimes I will get myself a sweet, sweet um either strawberry refresher from Starbucks or the dragon fruit refresher. Dragon fruit, yep. Yeah. So that's my um fun little beverage and honestly i think um all girls all are entitled to one fun little beverage per day and they shouldn't have to pay for it absolutely guys you're on your own like try a new flavor of seltzer every week oh. i haven't tried find some interesting ones i'm here for it brooks were you gonna say something Oh, I, I generally don't, like, go out and get drinks like that, but I do have, like, limited soda that takes me forever to drink, and every once in a while I'm like, ooh, let me open a can of that, and then it takes me, like, three days to drink a can of soda. I know, you terrify <laughs> me. It's, yeah, so that that's my treat. I had a really long day, and I was like, oh, I love, I want some vanilla Coke. So that's what I do. I have said oh, this many yeah. times before on the podcast, but I am a beverage lady, and so things never last me very long, and I don't understand how people, um, like one of my old college roommates, Grace, if you're watching, this is directed at you, love you, miss you, um, <clears throat> but she would get, like, an iced coffee and still have it, like, three hours later, like, yeah. two-thirds full. I'm like, who, why? Oh, it'll take me, like, six hours to drink my coffee at work sometimes. I just you, have it all day. You are all bizarre to me please know this i've definitely had boba for a long period of time because i like to savor i mean i tell myself i'm going to and then that just doesn't happen i'm a little afraid oh sorry continue oh good oh i'm a little afraid of people who can specifically drink like a iced coffee or like a chai latte for hours similarly similarly to grace at a friend in college who we would uh punctuate our study sessions is like getting an iced coffee or something and she would drink it all day all day until all that water and milk had separated i was like girl that cannot be good for you disgust thing no i don't like that mm -hmm. see and that's why i get mine with no ice mm -hmm. but then smart. you just have room temperature beverage that doesn't bother me okay you know what and then we might as well get into what we're talking about today <laughs> Oh, that's right. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that Today's topic is, um, unfortunately partially inspired by the fact that in- that Americans put a weird amount of ice in their drinks, and we did try to invite two Europeans 
who wound up not being able to make it all within the past, like, two days. So we do not have that perspective for us anymore. Although, I suppose maybe I could, like, get a couple comments and edit them in, like, and, like, put them on the screen during the credits or something. I don't know. But (laughs) today's topic of discussion is um, beverage temperature and uh, ice in beverages. Just kind of, not even necessarily a question, just sharing thoughts and opinions on those two things. Um, and since we have inadvertently stumbled into it, uh, without any kind of formal introduction with your comment there, Brooks, room temperature. Make your points. Defend yourself. Let's talk. I have long maintained, and I feel like you and I have had this, like, conversation in some form before, but I've long maintained that you can train yourself to like anything or at least be okay with anything as long as you just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lifelong hatred of wasting food and beverages, like wasting anything, really. And so I always trained myself to just keep drinking the soda, even when it's warm and flat. And eventually it just stopped bothering me. And so I've said the same thing about food. Like, I used to hate tomatoes when I was a kid, but I just kept making myself eat them. And now I, like, eat them as snacks. <laughs> but just, like, why would you do that to yourself? To get to Why that point you? is my question. Why wouldn't you? Because there's so much unpleasantness to get to that point. Well, because then I don't waste beverages. That's good. Jesus Christ. And uh, I eat tomatoes, which are healthy. Your concern about not wasting, like, half a can of soda is fascinating to me. <laughs> it's immoral. Oh my god. So when did the hurt begin, Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like... I don't know. Every time I've ever had to waste anything or throw anything away, I feel guilty because I think about all the people in the world, like, that, imagine them, like, being so stoked to have a half a can of soda. Yeah, but you're one person. Yeah. And so that's all I can control, so I control that. That is entirely fair, however, the person to, like, the entity to blame for the fact that there are people who would be happy to have, you know, a single leftover half can of soda are, you know, is one, capitalism, and two, corporations. Yeah, that still doesn't mean I can't do my part. You're completely right. (laughs) I just... I love, you have a very specific tone that you take on when you think I'm right about something and you're so disappointed by it. Yeah, yeah, it's called you're (laughs) right, but I'm really annoyed. Yeah. It's just a very specific tone for that specific circumstance. I'm an open book. I got the capitalism so quickly. We get there a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Beverage temperature. Capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally, that just reminds me of the tweet. It's like, the plot progression in Twin Peaks is ridiculous. It's, I wonder who killed this small town homecoming queen to the creation of the atom bomb has spawned horrors beyond our imagination. True. Oh, Twin Peaks. Love you so much. Um, never dream or dose. Yeah, I just, hmm. Are any, is anyone else an ice eater here or am I just gonna be like, Okay. Fantastic. Cruncher. Or cruncher. I love the crunch. There's so many other more pleasant things to crunch on. Ice. I mean, yeah, 
technically, but like, but I don't, don't know, hurt it's very satisfying. It hurts yeah. you? Explain. My teeth are too sensitive. <laughs> it actually hurts me too. Well, yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. babies. The cold of it. If you have sensitive teeth, that <laughs> level of cold is painful. That's just not a pro okay. So that maybe that explains some of your stances because that's simply just not a problem I have. I mean, I don't like so much ice in a beverage that I'm getting ripped off. Like mm -hmm. that annoys me. But like, if I'm ordering an iced chai, like I don't want it to be watered down. But I also like don't want it to be room temperature in like five minutes. I ordered it iced for a reason. It's hot out. Mm -hmm. I want my beverage to have an effect on my body temperature. Okay, so I have a question then. Hit me with it. Why not just say you're you're ordering this drink from like a store, a restaurant? Yeah, I mean, I asked and for light ice. You could you could order it like you can order an iced drink, just a drink that comes cold that doesn't need to have ice in it, right? Like if it's hot out and you want something cold to drink because it's hot, why don't you just order a cold drink? I mean, I like can, you said, the but I don't want zero ice, is... ice in it because then the temperature is going to, like, it's not going to maintain at all. Like, I don't need it to be cold for hours because my when I buy a beverage, it doesn't it does not last that long for me. But I would like it to be cold for more than a minute. Hmm. You need to drink faster then. Well, no. Just That's already a problem I have. <laughs> <laughs> we have a conversation not just about like ice and beverage temperature, but like how quickly you drink. Like I feel like that's a big good. Part of it I too. want this to branch off in a million different ways, and I want us to all be screaming at each other by the end. I mean, everyone does some does it differently, but you, you can't you can't want you know the perfect amount of ice in your drink at any given moment. Okay, I mean you're allowed to want not, anything and, first of all, Kyle, and, and, and then and then not drink quickly enough to keep it at that stasis. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean... I don't have to it's take this from someone who doesn't to stir his coffee. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> I know we talked about this on the pod before, but we're rehashing. Anyway. We're rehashing everything tonight. Um. Yeah, Kyle, would you like to explain your coffee prep methods to Possum here? I stir occasionally. No, you so don't. This is, this is how I make my coffee when I get it on my way to work at the convenience store nine out of ten times is i put the sugar and the creamer in the cup first and then just pour the coffee in and let it mix as it pours and i don't stir and that is apparently a, a weird way to do it but uh-huh <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't and he also does a question just bare never, hands ever a had... banana while he's driving <laughs> Like, yeah, just takes the whole, the whole peel off. Like, that's the thing, right? You peel, like, an inch at a time or whatever it is. Gradually. Right? That's what people do. <laughs> then just the, peel the, gets, then the, the peel gets in my way, and I don't have the second hand to get it out of the way. That's... I know we, talk, we did this I thought we were talking about it. drinks. Have we'll you get... thought about not eating a banana? <laughs> <laughs> I think was the conclusion I've, we came I've, to before. I've actually, yeah. I've actually stopped doing that. <laughs> okay, so we have had a an lot. impact. Yeah. How do you function without rogue bananas? <laughs> don't, don't call it that. Holy shit! Eating them while driving, I should clarify, not eating them peelless. Yeah, because so, I don't uh... like peel. 
I have a dirty mind. Somebody help me. <laughs> oh, I know what you were thinking. It was semi-intentional. Oh, okay, fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad that I have that effect on you. I have two questions. Yes. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> a question about the coffee. Um, like when you're drinking it, do do you have like all the sugar just at the bottom, or do you find that it mixes, or what's your method I've there? Never. I've never had any issues with there being like clumps of sugar in it mm -hmm. and i've been doing it so long i'm good at just eyeballing like how much of everything i need and i just pour the coffee in real quick and it works i keep thinking about the banana i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's affecting me um that's my second question is just you just like hold the banana while you're like driving like don't you have to touch other things afterwards in the car uh, no, not really, because I finish it before I get to work, and then I wipe my hands off and okay. get out. I mean, you just have, but like, for that time, you just have banana hand. You do. Well, then you have spit hand. Okay, well, we're not... I mean, life is messy. I have yeah, hand sanitizer in my get car, so... Although you strike me as Brooks, you strike me as the type of person who like would like lick chip dust off your finger and then be like, okay, now I have to wash my hands. Oh yeah, I immediately wash my hands. I'm like, I'm not letting that good cheese dust go to waste, so I'm gonna lick it up and I'm immediately gonna wash my hands. Why do you care so much <laughs> about what the cheese dust? No, not People about. Who don't I don't care the about dust. the cheese dust. Why, like, <laughs> why would you wash your hands after that? Because saliva's gross, and I don't want to touch things with saliva fingers. Whatever, man. Oh, okay. I, no, that was going to be my question, is are you doing this for the benefit of others, or because you think that... Well, I mean, I understand not wanting to get, like, your saliva on things. Like, your things. Here's, okay, so make here's a, a question I have for you, Brooks, and please answer honestly. <laughs> Am I just gross? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know I was what? I thinking about the scale of grossness that I've encountered in my lifetime. No, I will take it. I will take it. Like I, I get that other people do it, and I don't really care. But to, it just personally bothers me. I'll I'm a clean it. person. Here's the thing: I'll I shower twice a day now. That's excessive. Not every day, most days. Anyway, it's the running. Too much running. I mean, that's something you inflict upon yourself. I'm not complaining. I mean, you are a little. Huh? I was just giving an example of how clean I am. <clears throat> Alright. Um, bringing it back to beverage temperature. Or I this could would just... Be a good, this would be a good yarn board discussion. This would be a very good yarn board discussion, because it's bringing up so many things. Like, it's bringing up so many other things, like... Um, the sheets thing. We're gonna rehash a real argument. We're rehashing a lot of old arguments, and frankly, I'm thinking of several that I <clears throat> had with Maddie, the first co-host of this podcast, that we haven't had fresh opinions on, that, ha that I've been reminded of over the course of this discussion, so maybe we'll get there, maybe we won't. Um... Mm. But yeah, you can roast me for the sheets thing if you want, just real quick. Which part? Um, the fact that you don't use the top sheet, as you call it. Um, no, the thing with the uh, with the pullout couch. 
Oh, the, the part that you refuse to use sheets on my pull-out couch. Yeah, it just doesn't have to be that complicated. <laughs> because, and you weren't even, I was going to do it. I, was just, <laughs> I just had the sheets in my hands. I'd already gotten them out. And you were like, no. I don't know I'm why like, I'm gonna so mad. I just put a blanket down and I'm done with it. It's going to take me like 20 seconds. <laughs> That's why I started bringing a sleeping bag to your house. You know, it's really not complicated to just put a fitted sheet on <laughs> and then throw the flat sheet at you. Like, it's not... Okay, well, first of all, I wouldn't even be using the flat sheet, so... Well, Write it's part of the down. set. Part of the set. What? Hey, you can't put flat sheet in quotes because that's the actual term. I don't care. <laughs> I think the flat sheet is a scam. I don't, I don't use it. Thank you. I, I sleep on top to of use the duvet. It. I am forced to use it. Because I have a massive, bulky winter duvet on my bed right now that mm -hmm. does not fit in my washing machine. Mm -hmm. And I hate it. I feel so trapped. Mm. And that's exactly what flat sheets are for, is because generally you're not going to, like, wash your comforter or whatever it is all the time because it's big and it's bulky and it, you know, takes more energy and all that stuff. But you're supposed to, like, change your bedding once a week. And so you're not going to wash that every week, so you have the top sheet that covers it so you don't get your skin flakes and whatnot on it. And then you don't have to worry about washing it as often. That's the point. Yeah, but I just don't like it. <laughs> Do you guys sleep under the comforter slash duvet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sleep on top of it. I don't even bother. I, I make the bed. Like, there's sheets, a fitted sheet, and the... There's a fitted sheet, there's a comforter, and then I just sleep on top of it. And then when I change the sheets, I just do the whole thing. Fascinating. What I... do you cover yourself? What do you cover your body with? I just use a blanket. I sleep on top of it. Okay, I'm not gonna say that I've never done that. Mm -hmm. There have been times where it's like the middle of winter, and I like to sandwich mm -hmm. myself between like my really fuzzy winter duvet and then my weighted blanket mm -hmm. on top. And like that's nice. Mm -hmm. So I do that sometimes. Like, I'm not gonna say I've never done it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially with the weighted blanket. That just doesn't, like, work very well as, like, a, a fixture on your bed, like, permanent, you know? It's more of like a, oh, I'm gonna take a nap with that. No, mm -hmm. I will try and find this tweet, or, like, this post. Somebody wrote, do weighted, blanket, do weighted blankets come in colors other than mental illness gray? <laughs> Mine's gray. <laughs> so is mine. And like they're right, do they? I don't know. I don't think so. I've never seen a weighted blanket that was not gray. My mom had a maroon one. Oh. Mm. Very nice Christmassy color. Or Christmas red, I guess. Interesting. <clears throat> well there you have it. I guess that we have answered that question, but honestly shout out to whoever tweeted that. You're funny as fuck. Um Mine has two covers. They're both gray. <laughs> yeah. Different fabrics, like one's a more wintry, soft like versus a cool cotton. Oh, I don't even have you're fancy. I have one cover and I live with it. And came with it. Mm. Um I said we were going to bring it back around and then we just didn't, but, um, <laughs> let's do that now. Um, who was it? 
toss in. You might, you're probably going to know the answer to this because you were the one in the chat and you might be the one who said it. Who was mm. it who was like, r- like either cold or room temperature, nothing hot? Oh, that wasn't me, but I don't know who that was in the chat, but they were not a fan of hot drinks. I feel like it might have been Terrence. I could be wrong. It's either Terrence or PJ. Oh, it might be PJ. You know what? No, I think it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had a lot to say about ice as well. She did. Which is why I'm so sad that she was like, I don't think I have the confidence to do a podcast. <laughs> but anyway, um, the, the notion of being anti-hot beverage is a fascinating take to me. Mm-hmm. For that person. To not know the comfort of a warm beverage on a cold day. Literally. To, like, come in after being outside and have been, like, chilled to the bone and having a nice cup of tea or hot cider. No, for mm-hmm. real. Like, I don't. It doesn't. Like, again, no judgment. Nothing but love. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no. I just I just feel bad for the person. Because I just can't imagine not having that experience. Yeah, no. Not a, fa- not a fan of that conceptually at all. Um, I have two hot drink questions. Hmm? What? I have two hot drink questions. Alright, let's go. My first one, would you ever, like, if you wanted a hot drink, would you ever just order a cup of hot water? And my second one, is chocolate milk the same as hot chocolate? Is it just the same thing but cold? Disgust. Oh, shit, I've never thought about that. Um, do, would I no, they are not hot the same water? thing. No. I do that all the time. <laughs> Explain. I don't want tea, I just want hot water. <laughs> Like, do you get looks for this? Do people have yeah. questions? They're like, I'm maybe, not judging. Maybe. This is just not something that I would do. Mm-hmm. The server's like, maybe they just bought their own tea bag. Nope. <laughs> I just love a nice, refreshing glass of hot water. Well, the thing is, I am that bitch who, like, brings their own tea bags places. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a little tin that I carry around in my Konkin bag that goes with me everywhere. And it looks like a little, uh, little British phone booth and it has tea bags in it because none of that Lipton shit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So how many interactions have you had with people when you've ordered hot water and they say, oh, oh for tea and you say no and they just stare at you? <laughs> That's how they always go. All of them. <laughs> They're like, oh, do you do you want us to just show you what tea we have? And I do drink <clears throat> tea and I do get tea from restaurants. Um, but sometimes I just you know, I can't be stated unless I have a cup of hot water. This fascinates me. When, when one of my when one of my residents at work asks me for a cup of hot water, I have never once thought maybe they would just want to drink the hot water. <laughs> so, I'm not trying to. I'm not teasing you. I'm just. <laughs> hot water drinkers, they're among us. I'm one of them. I'm about to go into my classes tomorrow and start class with a survey. <laughs> No, if you do that, I will like you. I will have the window in between when this episode comes out to like edit the results of that into the end credits. <laughs> Please do this. I'm begging you. It's easy enough. I use like poll everywhere in class. Mm-hmm. You know where they can just answer whatever question that's on the board on their device, so it's quick enough to. Oh, this is completely unrelated. But the fact that somebody said "Among Us" just reminded me of this meme I saw. I love this genre of meme where it's like, hold on, let me Google something, and then the original poster returns and is like, yeah, okay, this is funny. 
there was a screenshot of people playing Among Us, and they were saying that, oh, the, the little red character is the imposter. And someone goes, this is McCarthyism. And somebody was commenting on this screenshot and goes, hold on, I gotta Google something. And then comes back and goes, yeah, this is funny. <laughs> Just like, that's my favorite genre of humor, where someone, like, clearly does not have the, like, cultural reference point, so they have to go look it up before they get the joke. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, this is good. I've seen a couple examples of it, but that's one that sticks out in my mind. Um, I feel like I had somewhere I was going after that, but it just completely... Which happens often here. I'm still thinking about the drinking hot water thing. I think the only reason it seems weird is because we've never done it. You know? Like, if that was a thing you just did growing up, like anything else, right? I mean, Europeans might think it's weird to put ice in things, but that's just not what they grew up doing, so it seems weird. But it's not any weirder than any other thing we do with beverages. I might honestly try it on, like, a really cold day this winter. Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> I love um, a little hot, a cup of hot water with just a lemon. Oh, so good. See, that's different. That changes the whole thing. He's kind of right. <laughs> I do think well, that I think actually is... Up. I do think that is that the, the hot water with lemon. I do think that's the thing that people do for, like, vocal performance. So that's not, like, unheard of. <clears throat> but I am going to agree and say that definitely changes the game. Yeah. yeah. But Did lemon's if I'm feeling fancy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think we expect our hot beverages to have flavor. And so if they don't, then it feels weird. Mm. Yeah. It, it's kind of a similar feeling to like when you have two beverages in front of you and then you pick up a different one than you thought you were picking up. Like if I actually picked up my water instead of my soda and was expecting it to be soda and then it hits your you know, taste buds, you're like, ah! Mm -hmm. I will literally so never forget the time when I was in a restaurant with my family and I was like eight and I ordered a Sprite, my sister ordered a water and they came in these identical um, like paper cups with plastic lids and straws. And my sister, like, up until she was, like, up until she, like, started drinking beer when she was in college, hated, like, hates carbonated beverages. And, like, I get it. I feel like a lot of the time the carbonation in soda is, like, a little more in your face than with, like, beer. Um, but when she wasn't looking, I switched our cups. <laughs> she, like, took a sip and spit it out on the table. Um, and I will never forget that. Sorry, Claire. Actually, not sorry. It was really funny. Anyway. <laughs> we did not address the second question. I Yeah, I was about to say, I want to talk about this chocolate oh. milk thing. Yeah. So this is like a mini argument. I Not like an actual argument, but like a fun argument I got into with my girlfriend recently. Because she bought chocolate milk from the store. And she's like, hey, do you want chocolate milk? I said, no. And then she's like, but I've seen you drink hot chocolate before. And I said, yes. She said, why? And I said, because it's hot chocolate. And I don't like chocolate milk. And she was like, they're the same. I'm like, no, they're not. One is cold, one is hot. But arguably, they are very different to me. I want to know your thoughts. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's the thing. I think there are probably people out there who, you know, just aren't getting fancy with it and would consider if you start with milk that is warm and then you put, like, chocolate syrup in it and mix it together, that would count as hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. I am not in that camp, but I'm going to confidently say that there are definitely people Like, they definitely exist. Do I think they're right? No. (laughs) We're we're basically making the assumption you make hot chocolate with milk, right? Correct. You are only allowed to make it with water if you are lactose intolerant. And in that case, like, what the fuck are you doing? It's chocolate. Mm -hmm. That's how I grew up making it. With water. You didn't know any better. I will let it slide. Um, It was a different time. So, 1980 whatever <laughs> I have never had hot chocolate made with milk that I know of I thought it was just water it's one or the other right you don't you don't mix both of them to make hot chocolate right there's nobody that does that I mean there are like the packets where it's like it has like some form of like dairy in it and the okay. beans, and yeah, but I mean, make that with water, but like, mm, I think that's classless. Well, I thought it was, I was like, mean, always I'm under the sorry. assumption that it's lower calorie. Because, like, Whatever, hot milk, man. hot milk and chocolate or cocoa or whatever, that's like a different drink, isn't it? I thought hot cocoa was just hot water. That's <laughs> must just be like my, my lower middle class upbringing instant hot cocoa and water i have absolutely no idea 
you can make it either way. Like on the package, it actually says <laughs> add to either like three quarters a cup or whatever it is, hot water or milk. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the okay. thing. Is it allowed? Yes. Is it morally right? <laughs> Debatable. Yeah. <laughs> I got into the hot chocolate game late in life because I didn't like chocolate milk. I didn't like hot chocolate when I was younger. And then uh, my friend brought me to Wawa one day and she's like, I got to put you onto this. And I tried it and I was like, well, okay, you've changed my mind. Hot chocolate. I enjoy their hot chocolate there. Um, and ever since then, I have kept an endless list in my phone of every hot chocolate I've had, and I've rated them and ranked them, um, and I am now a connoisseur. Uh, and one day, while I was in college, my friend was like, hey, do you want hot chocolate? I'm going to make some. I'm like, yes, I'd love some. And she gave me the kind that was made with water, and I <laughs> I drank it, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> something bad happened here. Um, and I won't shame anyone who does drink it with water, but now that I've had it pretty much exclusively with just milk or like oat milk i can't i can't do the water i can't do it yeah no and and, and i mean unless it's like those little keurig cups where you like you don't have a choice mm -hmm. yeah no i don't, mm, can't do it not a fan will you provide this list to the people yes hell yeah See, because I grew up using water, to me, using, like, milk tastes, like, too rich to me. It tastes, because I started doing it, I was like, yeah, hey, I've never tried it that way, let me go ahead and do it. And I'm like, mm, that's that's too much for me. It's a little too, it's a little too sweet and, like, frothy. Okay, old lady. <laughs> Your tolerance <laughs> goes down as you get older. That is, no, like, I know. true. I just like to be mean to you because it's fun. I'm not old. You're not, not old. Yet. I'm not old until I hit 40. You're not even old when you hit 40. Huh? You're not even old when you hit 40. I know. I just like to make fun of you. I call him old, and he's, what, three years older than me? Yes, but but mentally... <laughs> we, I'm really you and I that. are the same age, mentally. True. Which... I stopped about mentally aging at one point is interesting <laughs> just considering how different we act as people just as i tried to explain to my class yesterday with my office possum larry <laughs> that, <laughs> that advertising convinces us to buy things we don't need but i kind of needed that oh you want like, to did that's a necessity yeah, I mean, I need a giant oh. fake possum that hangs on my computer monitor. You can, because you can come up, just don't use my skin as your leverage. Thank mm. you. It's the boy. Surprised he hadn't made an appearance already. He has his cat tree has this mm. little like basket, and he is in love with it. Like, it's not just, like, the platform bed. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, like a little kitty basket, and it's the perfect size for him, and he is obsessed. And also, this man here gets fresh filtered water from the Brita in my fridge, and he <laughs> chooses to drink out of my bamboo plant. <laughs> that seems right. Naughty boy. Um, anyway... Yeah, I do not think hot chocolate and chocolate milk are the same. Even if you're technically mm. making them with the same ingredients, they are, like, 
spiritually different. Mm -hmm. I think hot chocolate tends to be like chocolatier and sweeter than chocolate milk. Whereas that's more like milk and dairy. Like the proportion's different, I feel like. That sounds about mm. right. I mean, I'm completely BSing this, but I'm gonna say that that's yeah. right. I mean, so if that were true to make the, like, heat up the milk and put the, like, chocolate syrup in it, if you just added a lot of it, <laughs> that would be the same thing. And some marshmallows. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's essential. illegal not to. Um, you know, this kind of reminds me, like, this reminds me of a question that I thought that I forgot to write down for later podcast use, and I don't care what science says here <laughs> i just want to put that out there to start so i have two things of strawberry jam in my fridge because when i i'm currently on a break between seasons at work and i had uh, a jar of strawberry jam in the fridge at work because i would keep like some bagels there so i could like you know have a little jam on a bagel for breakfast because you know it's real quiet. At it has been real quiet at work lately towards the end of the season. And I had the, and I have the, a jar of the same strawberry jam in my fridge at home. They are now both in my fridge at home. And, like, both of these are going to be used well before the expiration date, but they have different expiration dates. So my question is, if you combine them, are you shortening the life of of one of those or extending the life of the other. I do not care what the scientific answer is here. Then I'm not yeah. gonna talk. You're so mean. <laughs> I mean Why not, not just finish one not first? Fun. Because why would I want two jars taking up space in my fridge, Kyle? How much space are they taking up in your fridge? I just don't want two jars. Is that too much? <laughs> I just don't want two jars. I I get that, but I don't know. <laughs> I would just it's be more compelled to use up the older one first. Because you're adding something, like, if it expires, like, a week before, then, like, you're going to have a week of old expired stuff sitting on top of the non-expired stuff, and they're definitely going to blend and seep together. Well, I mean, yeah. Like I'm get, like they, I'm I'm not just like it's this isn't about like I wouldn't just put it on top and then like not touch it like this like it is like stirred together. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. So you're stirring the stuff that's going to expire sooner into the stuff that expires later, which then means anything you get out will be partially expired. Mm -hmm. The work right, jar fine. made the trip home with you, so it was exposed to more bacterial growth. Than the one in your fridge. Mm -hmm. so. I mean, whatever. Again, these are both like it is the expiration date is like literal months away on both. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Just wanted to get some opinions. I mean, so if you're going to use it all before that point, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just thought this would mm -hmm. be fun to talk about, and I was right. What do you have against jars? I have so many, and I need to stop. This is the root of your problem. <laughs> it is the root of a lot of my problems. I am... <clears throat> I am just a little trinket gremlin. And mm -hmm. when I see a jar that could contain some trinkets... 
-hmm. another box for my trinkets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's I just remembered a problem. I've done that exact same thing with pickles. I've had two open jars of pickles, and I've combined them. And I just eat them out of the jar well, with a fork, so that's worse. Well, how tables? <laughs> you have, like, literal months-old pickles in my fridge. I'm getting rid of them. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, unless yeah, you you're gonna eat literal months-old pickles, which is more gross than just eating pickles. I'm pretty sure that they're still good, but... Do you I, want them? You can, you can have no. them. No, you can... No, you can get rid of them. <laughs> That's oh, what pickling does. Pickling is meant to preserve things, so they last, like, a long time. Right, yeah, I think, they, think they'd be good for a while, but I have two jars here, so I forgot about them. You and Marcus, That's Parks, like it. You and Marcus Parks would get along. The little pickle packs, like the little individual served cups of tiny pickles. I know, didn't I they have, like, an awful name? Oh, it wasn't, um, oh, I know I took a close-up picture of one of them once to send you to torture you, because I know you hated it. I was really mad about something at your house. Oh, oh it's gonna bother me. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely something on the label that you found offensive. Hmm. I'll have to think on that. There's definitely yeah. a picture on my phone. Yeah, something pissed me off. I remember that clearly. Um, yes, continue discussing while I scroll through my pictures. Have at it. Um, do we have anything else to say about, I mean, literally anything at this point? This has been a very, very far-reaching conversation. But would we like to get to the video that I have uh, scheduled TikTok? for discussion? Which actually... Mm -hmm. Now that I am currently thinking of it, I'm going to send the link to myself so I can let it play for anyone who might be uh, listening to this audio only. I have too many, too many things on my phone. There's too many documents and... Also, why does the Google Docs app hate you for trying to use it? It's evil, I will say. Like, I really don't understand why they have made an app with such an unfriendly interface. Okay, cool. No, I, I just came across a picture of you on my couch with Fluffy Cat. Aww. Not so, so long after you shaved your head. Oh, that was fun. Okay, well, I guess it's not gonna let me play it. Hold on. ...opinion of today is that banana is enough banana. Apple is too much apple. Kiwi is never enough kiwi. Orange is always enough orange. Okay, so now that that has played for anybody who is um, just listening to this, not watching, um, <clears throat> how do we feel about the po the points um, put forth by the creator of that TikTok? Because I disagree on some. I would say that sometimes banana is too much banana. 
Like, there have been many a time where I'm eating a banana and I'm like, why is this still happening? They definitely vary in size more than the others. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, I would agree with that one. Well, I feel like there's a lot of variety in apple size, too, though. Oh, yeah, no, some... Yeah. The, the, you get a lot of variants in apple sizes, but generally the ones that you, like, that you are eating... Because, like, the Granny Smiths are, um massive but generally those are for baking um i feel like i'm normally satisfied with the amount of apple that i get like per fruit yeah i got a giant bag of apples right now and they're all pretty small actually which is it's a great size yeah yeah no most of the time when i'm like eating a banana i'm like why is this still like i enjoy it for like two-thirds but then i'm like why is this still happening? I do concur that kiwi is not enough kiwi. Kiwi is never enough kiwi. And the, it's such a hassle to eat is the problem. Because, like, you have to peel all the fucking fuzz off. Yeah. Do you peel kiwis? Possibly you do not just eat them with the skin on. Oh, you guys. You're not living. You are lying. No, you're lying. That's like eating an animal. Also, that's supposed to know. I'm sorry, Brooks, what did you say? Because eating an animal whole, it's so fuzzy. Like, it brings me back to my roots. No. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? You eat kiwi with the skin on. I have heard you can do that. You can. If it comes with the skin on, like, if, I, if I'm feeling particularly lazy, I'll take a bite. Just, you eat it like an apple? No! <laughs> if it comes without it, that's totally fine. Like, if someone's gonna offer to peel it for me, otherwise, I don't have time for that. <laughs> well, I don't eat as much kiwi as I'd like. It's too much work. Mm-hmm. This terrifies me. I mean, I was gonna say, kiwi seems like a thing you, like, prep the day before. Like, bring it to work for a snack. If you're, Because if you're gonna go through all that trouble to peel it and everything, you might as well oh, just... Oh, see what I do. Do a bunch at once. What I do is I like I like slice the top off and I take a spoon and you kind of just mm-hmm. like scrape it out that way. It is more efficient mm-hmm. than like peeling it with like a vegetable pe- like a vegetable slash like apple peeler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am gonna need several business days to process <laughs> that. Oh, yep. Um, but I will agree that kiwi is never enough kiwi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about the orange thing because I have real beef with the texture of citrus fruits. Mm. Like, I like the taste of a lot of, like, I like orange juice. I like a lot of things that are flavored like citrus fruits. The actual texture of the fruit. Hmm. Something about it. I'm just really not here for it. I've never been super big on oranges for that reason. I like them. But it is a lot of work and the stringiness is kind of off-putting sometimes. It's more for me about the fact that, like, especially like a clementine. I hate, like, flavor. Fantastic. I'm a huge fan. The fact that when you, like, bite down, something kind of, like, explodes in your mouth and then leaves behind this, like, (sighs) empty, like, water balloon almost 
I hate it. Brooks, the joy in your face when I describe that <clears throat> disgusts me. You enjoy love that? It. Please explain. Love I love that. Favorite oh. part about a Clementine. It's like eating a natural gusher. It reminds me of what it's like to be an apex predator. I feel like if I'm an owl to eat a to eat a little mouse, like that's what it would be like. I'm also maybe insane. But okay, like... well, I mean that's a prerequisite for appearing on this podcast, but Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've got a five pound bag of clementines in my fridge right now. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is like the little segments, they're almost like their own little wrappers. So you can yeah. peel them like they're good for like four or five days in the fridge after you peel them and everything. So I'll just do like a whole mess of them at the start of the week and just put them in individual like little containers and then every morning i can just grab a container of clementine it's not that i don't enjoy the like sensation of having something like pop in your mouth it's the amount that's left over mm-hmm. or like it's the fact that like bite into it and spit it out <laughs> that's bad i don't like that I don't know like when something kind of like it's why like i have to like inspect every grape before i eat it because like i want it to like pop when i bite into it Mm -hmm. but there's a difference between the texture of like a grape versus a citrus fruit Mm -hmm. where i'm okay with the fact that one of them is exploding in my mouth and i'm not okay with the fact that that the other is Mm -hmm. like i Stop giving me that look. I heard it as soon as I said it. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You didn't have to. I assume you're talking to me. And... Um, but yeah. So I really don't know about the orange always being enough orange. I think that's right. Open to, uh, I mean, you know, leave a comment. If you have opinions, we'd love to hear them. Um... I'm going to take a bold stance and say that raspberries are never enough raspberries. Same thing with strawberries. Good shit. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Really, that goes from, like, all the berries to me. Blueberries, blackberries. Uh, hmm. My thing with blueberries is that they are so fucking inconsistent. Yep. Very true. That is the least consistent fruit I can think of. Consistent how? Like every you know, every single one tastes different. Mm-hmm. Like there's some variation among like raspberries, strawberries, blackberries, blueberries. Like some of them are like ridiculously sour. There's too much. Like there's too many. No, I don't want that. I want consistency in my fruit. Just put that on. That's our new slogan. Consistency in my fruit. Boom, episode title. I want consistency in my fruit. Anything with friends podcast. Consistency in fruit to that's just people can decide. People can decide what that means for themselves. No, that's mm-hmm. why the new subtitle for this podcast is um group therapy where no one heals. You get to complain about things, but it doesn't do anything except Yeah, no, it doesn't help. It just makes us worse. Yeah. We just argue about the dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's fun. Um, yeah. Generally satisfied with the amount of apple. And again, kiwi is never enough. Yeah. So we, we agree with at least two of the points. We generally agree, I would say. 
Although I gotta say, God tier snack that I have just like recently like gotten back on the train of because I feel like it's like such a like a grade school snack time thing. Some appy slices and peanut butter. Oh my god. I thought you were about to say ants in a log, and then I remembered that it's celery. No, celery is fucking disgusting. I know you retweet. Thank you. I got celery in my fridge right now too. <laughs> got I dip it in hummus. Gross. It's a delightful yeah, I've done that. afternoon snack. Bad. Two Carrots and hummus. Two yeah. textures that I cannot abide. I know, you used to come in my office when I was eating it. And <laughs> be like, hmm, gross. <laughs> hmm, gross. Yeah. Every time. Because <laughs> that's a pretty common thing I eat in my office is veggies and hummus. Yeah. Hmm, gross. Mop it up. Anyway. <laughs> oh, the little boy is asleep in my lap. We love it. I like how I'm making it sound like I eat super healthy. Fruits yeah, and vegetables. We we've we've talked about what we what else we snack on here on this podcast many a time. I don't think our audience is under any illusions. That's true. Although I will I will one hundred percent say that you are way more responsible with food than I am, although Yeah, no, no, although that just simply is. That's a fact. Well, but I, I ate like you when I was your age. You just, like, you know, change over time. Makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> does anyone have any, like, I mean, that's technically everything we have listed for today, but if anyone else has anything that they would simply just like to share or bring up or talk about. And there it okay. is. Wait, one more question. <laughs> yes, hit me with it. Um... Have you guys eaten cheese sticks lately? Any anyone still snacking on those? Not recently, but they never don't did, taste honestly. the same if you don't peel it, and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. You have to peel it. Oh, we're talking about string cheese. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For a second, I was trying to. I was like, is is there some sort of blank spot in my brain where I'm like, I'm not sure what that is? <laughs> no, it, it. it doesn't taste right like i literally have not had like a string cheese stick in years but i know like i still remember that if you just straight up bite it it doesn't taste right and i don't know why i eat them all the time because it's um like dairy products like that are good protein after a workout mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i i often keep them around and the little baby bell like gouda cheeses yeah. oh my god they're so good like the regular baby bell's fine but the gouda is like next level have you seen the TikTok where somebody has a baby bell that's, like, the size of their hand, and somebody's duetting it, and it's like, where'd they get the juvenile bell? I was big teenage bell. Look at that. Adolescent <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, string cheese is gross if you don't peel it, and I don't. I wish I knew why. That's like, um, some- that meme where there's, like, somebody who took just a bite out of the Kit Kat when they're all still stuck together. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's the same kind of vibe. It's bad. Mm -hmm. It's wrong. You shouldn't do it. Bring that's like a classic cheese. vine. It was the guy who's, like, eating the Kit Kat all the yeah. way across, and someone's going, what do you want from me? Ah. Um, oh, I bring up the string cheese for that reason, because um, I started eating uh, string cheese. I Again, this is, like, a snack that I missed in my childhood. Mm -hmm. I started eating it recently because I would eat it for protein, like, after working out or going for a walk or something. I only bite it. I do not peel it. 
I just wanted to bring up the Ethan Ray. <laughs> so you just like don't understand that it can be good. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. I just wanted to bring that up. It's because your brain has like been trained to think of things in a certain way, right? It's just like if you have like hot coffee and then it cools down to room temperature, that tastes super weird and wrong, but you take the same thing and you make it cold and it's good again. You know, it's like we just learned that certain things are supposed to be certain ways. I feel like for the and most so those part, little pathways in our brain are very linked. We just don't our want things yeah. to be room temperature. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think if there was a beverage that everybody was fine with being room temperature, but I don't think there is. Nobody drinks room temperature water. I mean, love it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, if I'm if I'm thirsty. Yeah. I don't actually like cold water, even. Okay, that's weird. Um, <laughs> no, that's why I love my hydro flask as much as I do. It keeps it nice and nice and crisp. Must be nice not to have sensitive teeth. The Lord cursed me in other ways. Um. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I wake you up, sir? Oh, you're a good boy. All right. Well, I think. Oh, yeah, we've been we've been rolling for a hot minute, so I think that's gonna bring us to the end of episode one hundred. Holy shit! Um, cannot believe we made it this far. Um, yes, I will edit. I will edit another. Yay. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Keep doing it. Oh, make it make a different sound every time. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah, cannot believe that. I mean, like, not to sound, like, too self-congratulatory or whatever, because I am not the only, like, I am far from the only person who has worked on this, but, like, I cannot believe that something I started doing because I was bored, essentially, has turned into this. So, like, uh, you know, thank you to everyone who's guested on this podcast. Thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you to all of my uh, previous co-hosts, uh, Maddie Robbins, Emily Whitney, Zach Calderon. Y'all are awesome. Um, and, yeah, here, here's to another hundred. This, this is nuts. It's been... It's been real good. I've been having a great time. Thank you, everybody. So, yay, we did it. Um, <laughs> but saying yay because I have to do this. <laughs> you just, That's I at mean, least like seven, eight times I've done that we're now. We're making more work for each other. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Um, we will be back again next week, and we'll see you then. Adios. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guests Kyle Bristol and Possum W. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.